and welcome to Curiously Morbid, a podcast for the curiously morbid people out there. My name's Dean Osgood and I'm joined by my co-host, Danielle Waldron. We are joined on our Freaky Friday and this Freaky Friday is all about the Pendle Witches. Not the Salem Witches, but the Pendle Witches. This is very close to Danny and I and I'm very excited to delve into it for you. I'm really excited as well. This is like, this is one of those things. You, some people did do them. They, some people do this for history in school, like in our local area. But a lot of people don't. And these witches just fly under the radar. But they really shouldn't because these witches are, you know, they are before the Salem witches. They are the OGs. And if you go to the Blackpool Dungeons, there's a whole scene about it and it's creepy, it's scary. It's just so good. I love it. And and yeah, I, that's what I love about like going to Blackpool and like by Pendle and stuff in Lancashire because they fully embrace it. Like they love it. And this could be said to be perhaps the most notorious witch trial of the 17th century. I think it is. I think it is the most notorious witch trial. Well, let's crack down into it. The legend of the Pendle witches is one of the many dark tales of imprisonment and execution of at Lancaster Castle. So 12 people were accused of witchcraft, one died, held in custody, and 11 went to trial. One was tried and found guilty at York, and the other 10 were tried at Lancaster. How do you try a witch? Um, is that not like when they'd um, the, tie the, them the up dunk- and put, dunk them in the water and stuff like that? The dunking and the burning, and if, you escape, if you're escaping, you don't die, you're a witch. And if you do die, bad then- luck. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. It's like you're damned if you do. You're damned if you aren't. Do you know what I mean? And I, and I think that's what it was. I think this was a persecution of women. It, uh, duh. Especially single women. All the single ladies. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for the levity in the situation. Oh, we love it. Um, so the other ten were tried at Lancaster, but only one of them was found not guilty. How did you get found not guilty in a witch trial? by dying maybe or maybe this was an actual trial trial like they did have the proper ones as well where they used to like oh uh, yeah you know, was like Joan of Arc in a, in a trial trial I remember a trial there and I she think presented... so I think because so. she presented God as a witness didn't she where with God as my witness is that where that comes from maybe but literally I'm, I'm not I'm not okay with Joan of Arc but I remember it the Simpsons did a skit of it um not a skit, but like a parody of it. Um, and I remember God was on, on trial. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, yeah. That is incredible. So they were unusual trials, and it was documented in an official publication, The Wonderful Discovery of Witches into the Court of Lancaster, by the clerk of the court, Thomas Potts. As it was well documented, the story had remained as a well-known legend. Also, just over three centuries saw witch trials held in England, but fewer than 500 people were executed for the crime. This one series of trials in the summer of 1612 therefore accounts for 2% of the witches executed. Oh my god, that's not even that many. Well, 2%. I mean, yes, it's, yeah, yeah, it's many. It's a lot. But it's not, it's not like, you know, in the grand scheme. Right, but it's important to understand the background to the events of these trials. So six of the 11 witches on trial came from two rival families, the Demblag family and the Sherlock's family, both, head, both headed by old poverty-stricken widows, Elizabeth Southerns, who she was affectionately known as Old Dem Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> old Dem Dyke? 
<laughs> oh, Dem Dyke <laughs> was her, was her um, pseudonym. Oh, her that's alien. my drag name. <laughs> oh, Dem Dyke. <laughs> oh, Dem Dyke. Please welcome to the stage. Oh, Dem Dyke. <laughs> um, do you know, it, sh- it should be a, a drag queen from Oldham. Oh, my God. That would be incredible. Oh, that'd be die. so good. That'd be so good. Yeah, that's my drag name. If I ever need a drag name, that's it. And the other was headed by Anne Whittle, who had a better name of Mother Sherlock's. Again, that's also um, a drag name. <laughs> Mother. <Sorry. laughs> Mother Sherlock's. Call me mother. <laughs> and they call me mother. Honestly, so... this... Oh, Jesus. This is so good. Mother Shattox. If you ever want a drag name, if you are struggling for a drag name, just Google some old witch names. <laughs> mother Shattox. So, <laughs> I can't take this seriously. <laughs> I love it. So... Old Dem Dyke has been known as a witch for 50 years. It was accepted part of the village life in the 16th century, and there were village healers who practiced magic and dealt in herbs and medicines. When they say practice ma- ma- magic, they did herbal therapies. <laughs> yeah, like not like abracadabra, like pulling a rabbit out of a hat and stuff like that. <laughs> it, mean like, it means like if you uh, stung yourself on a nettle, they rubbed a bit of a dan, dan, what's it called? Dock leaf on it. Dan. Oh, I've got no... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if you sting yourself with a nettle, you rub a dock leaf on it. Yes. Come on. That's it, that's it. You haven't got to be a witch to know that, Danny. No, no. So, the extent of the spate of witchcraft reported in Pendle at this time perhaps reflected the large amounts of money people could make by posing as witches. Indeed, it was a time when witchcraft was not only feared, but also fascinated. Those from col- those from common village folk to King James I. James... King James first. Full stop. Yeah. Um, it looks like James I. <laughs> <laughs> so James I had been greatly interested in witchcraft, even before he took to the throne. And he was the guy that wrote the book Demonology, wasn't he? Yes, yes. He wrote Demonology, and that was all about, like, basically witches and, and persecuting them and, and, like, renouncing them and things like that and heretics, all that sort of stuff. He was so paranoid of the supernatural it's unreal that's why you know the play macbeth you know that you know that little play we know macbeth you know macbeth that's why when shall we three meet again (laughs) in thunder lightning golden faint well hello the free witches this was written for king james to basically renounce witches and say like yeah you know agree with what the king's saying he's right well when the hurly burly said and done when the battle's lost and won (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what about tonight? <laughs> she imagine her in the opening of that scene. What about tonight? Bubble, toil and trouble. Fire, bird and cauldron bubble. What about tonight? Have we got any magic in? <laughs> sorry, sorry for the, sorry for the comedic interlude. <laughs> um, but that like scepticism from the king um, whittled down into the the common people um, and there was a lot of feelings of unrest towards witchcraft so lancashire 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 yeah how do i say it? lancashire yes, lancashire at the beginning of the year 1612 were instructed to compile a list of all those who refused to attend church or take communion and it was made a criminal offense oh heavy oh imagine oh 
I wouldn't like that. So Lancashire has been regarded as a wild and lawless society. <laughs> the north has always been like that like, it's just wild and lawless <laughs> it's what our current government would like us yeah. to believe it's so wild up there <laughs> <laughs> there's a massive north held in our country at the minute to our international listeners um, so <laughs> can't even do it um, possibly related to the general sympathy with the Catholic Church. So during the dissolution of monasteries, the people of Pendle Hill openly opposed the closure of the nearby Caesarean Abbey and reverted straight back to Catholicism when Queen Mary came into the throne in 1553. So the region of Lancashire... I can't, why am I struggling to say Lancashire? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to say it like an American. Lancashire. Lancashire. So the region of Lancashire was thought as where the church was honoured without much understanding of the doctrines by the common people. So that's kind of like the background of the investigations around the Pendle Witches. Yeah, like basically this area where they were like hardcore Catholics, OG, and then King James obviously was president. Um, And so this this is probably another reason why he wasn't happy and wanted and is like imposing this level. So this like... All kind of began with an altercation between one of the accused, who was called Alison Device. That's Ooh, another Alison drag name. Welcome <laughs> to stage, Alison Device. <laughs> Alison Device. I feel like she's French because of the Z. So good, I love it. And a and a peddler, John Law. Alison, either travelling or begging on the road to Trollton Forest, passed John Law and asked him for some pins. Um, it was not known whether she was going to pay for them or not, um, or whether she was just begging for them. He refused, and Alison cursed him. Oof. It was a short while after that that John Law suffered a stroke, for which he blamed Alison and her powers. This is like the story of Hex, the legend of the towers. Yeah, and the towers. yeah, it is. Isn't it? Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> this is my favourite line. I love Hex. Towers. I love it. It's a Vacoma madhouse, but the story is epic, and I absolutely well, love it. Well, that's exactly why I love it. I'm like, yeah, the ride's not very good, but I love the story. <laughs> and the atmosphere. <laughs> and if you go in during Scarefest, they probably didn't do it this year, but there's people in there as well. It's boss. Uh, so he, he had a stroke, and basically she was blamed and said she had powers. So when the incident was before, uh, so when the incident was brought before a judge, Alison confessed that she had told the devil to lame John Law. So she confessed to yeah, doing it. Yeah, she was like, yeah, yeah, I told the devil to do it, yeah. It was on further questioning that she accused her grandmother. <gasps> and who was her grandmother? Old Demi Dyke. Old Dem Dyke. Of course it was. Oh, well, this is all coming together. Oh, it's all coming together. I'm, I'm a bit sceptical of calling her Old Dem Dyke, but that's, that's her name. name. That's her name. I don't want people to think we're using the slur because well, that, that's, that's a not name. a very nice slur to use. Um, and also members of the Shattox family of witchcraft. So, so she blamed kind of her own side and, and the other side, the other side as well. And um, Mother Shattox. <laughs> <laughs> so the accusations on the Shattox family seem to have been an act of revenge, obviously. The families have been feuding for years, perhaps since one of the family Shattox broke into the Malkin Tower, which was the home of the Demdikes. <gasps> What were they doing? I know. Well, apparently they stole goods up to the value of 
one pound. Uh, well, see, that sounds crap, but I suppose that's a lot of money back then. Well, yeah, it, this article literally says it's the equivalent of a hundred pound now. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, <laughs> that is quite a lot for back then. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a sizable amount yeah. of money. Furthermore, John Device. <laughs> John Device. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, John Device. <laughs> Do you know when when you're left to John Device, <laughs> you will get into mystery. <laughs> Um, so John Device, father of Alison, blamed the illness that led to the death of an old Shattox, who he threatened harm to his family if they did not pay annually for their protection. Ooh. So they were extorting them. <gasps> God, there's so much scandal going on in Lancashire, isn't there? It's for it, the yes. drama back then. As long a as it wasn't in one of the families. But imagine being a neighbour to these families. You'd be like, oh. Uh, yeah. Would I you be a Shatox like or a Dem Dyke? <laughs> I feel like I'd want to be a Shatox, but I'd definitely be a Dem Dyke. <laughs> yeah, I'd be the Shatox. I'd be a Shatox. <laughs> so, the deaths of four of the villages that had occurred years before the trial were raised and the blame was laid on witchcraft performed by Shatox. James Demdike confessed that Alison had also cursed a local child sometime before, and Elizabeth, although more reserved in making accusations, confessed that her mother had a mark on her body, supposedly where the devil had oh sucked her blood. But no, do you know, this, okay, so this is my historian brain. Hi, I'm Danielle, I have a history degree, and um, in my history degree, we, we learn, because we did a crime module, and a lot of witches who just had birthmarks, like basically that was a sign of being a witch if you had a, a if you had a dark birthmark. Um, so I feel like this might be a bit of a lie. What do you mean a birthmark? A birthmark. A birthmark. Yeah, you know, like a birthmark, like a, a like a patch on your skin. Oh, do you mean where the devil sucks your blood out when you're born? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what a birth mark is. I know what a <laughs> devil-sucking mark is. So, after hearing the evidence, the judge detained Alison and an old Demdike and old Shatox, and they waited for trial. So, the story would have ended there, but it had not been for a meeting held in Malkin Tower by James Device, which is Alison's brother, um, for which he stole a neighbour's sheep. What is with all this theft? A scandalo. Those sympathetic to the family attended, but word reached the judge who felt compelled to investigate. As a result, a further eight people were summoned for questioning and then trial. So let's crack down into these trials. The trials were held at Lancaster between the 17th and 19th of August, 1612. Don't you think it's bad how we have these records of that so long ago? Like, we know exactly when it happened. Oh, it's fascinating. I love it. Uh, Again, uh, this is the history... um graduate danielle speaking um you can go on the old bailey online and um basically just go and research like you could put in any crime so for example you could put in like i don't know murder or whatever and it will come up with and like you can put in a specific year so like i don't know like 1780 murder and it will come up with all the people who were convicted of murder and like their trials transcripts it's crazy I'm going to do that just for laugh. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. I love it. Old Dem Dank never re... <laughs> old Dem Dank. <laughs> That's her sister. <laughs> That's her sister or her brother. <laughs> um, old Dem Dyke never reached trial. The dark, dank dungeon 
in which they were imprisoned was too much for her to survive. So nine-year-old Janet Device was a key supplier of evidence for the Pendle Witch Trial, which was allowed under the system from King James. All normal rules of evidence could be suspended for witch trials. Someone so young would not normally have been able to obviously give evidence against those who were attended. Okay, so Jeanette gave evidence against those who attended the meeting at Malkin Tower, but also against her mother, her sister, and her brother. What a grass. Yeah, at nine, you can imagine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I saw them doing that. I hate them all. I hate them. They didn't let me uh, watch... They didn't let me have the dandy lock and bird up I'm imagining that this nine-year-old girl is like Violet Beauregard from... Yes, exactly <laughs> like that. And she's called, like, she's basically almost called Janet as well. Do you know what I mean? And we've got a history with Janets on this podcast not being we truthful. Got... <laughs> we have got a history with Janets. <laughs> <laughs> Janets telling lies. Lies of Manella. <laughs> So when she gave evidence against her mum, Elizabeth had to be removed from the court because she was screaming and cursing her daughter. <gasps> she kind of whooped her ass when she gets I would have from loved her. to have been in this courtroom. The drama. Oh, my God. So some of the witches seemed genuinely convinced of their guilt, whereas others fought to clear their name. Alison Device was one of those who believed in her own powers, and she was the only one on trial who was faced with one of their victims, John Law. When John entered the court, it was documented that Alison fell to her knees, confessed, and then burst into tears. Oh, so she felt bad about it. I read this as burst into flames at first and thought, fucking hell, that's dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) Burst seems. That's amazing. And then she burst into flames. (laughs) Historicuk.com is like Mr. Trick there. So it's seen that there was a range of exceptional circumstances that led to the extent of these witch trials. Um, Lancashire was accepted. <laughs> Lancashire was exceptional in the number of witch trials that were held in comparison to the other parts of the UK. Um, who I say UK regions? We were in the United Kingdom at this point. Um, were we? Were we not? Danielle, you're the historian. I'm making that fact up. Um. Yeah. When did the UK come into effect? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lancashire. I mean, we were all in England, at least. So England's all together. How are you in story? You don't know. know that fact. I feel like they've been a United Kingdom for quite some time. Yeah, I googled it and Google said this is a suspicious Google. What? <laughs> Um, I got I got the first of May seventeen oh seven, so I don't know why your Google's not having it because my Google was like, yeah, this is the date. <laughs> Here you go. It's a suspicious traffic. It's for some uh... hotspot to do this. Um, so yeah, that was the kind of the Pendle Witch trials in a little nutshell. Danny, can you give us any more info on it? I can, you know. Because you're the historian. Can. So, basically, Do a I lot go. of these witches were then obviously put to death. Um, they they would be hung, actually, the, the Pendle witches in, in, in particular. 
Um, and at the time, it was actually, this is again, it's really gruesome this bit actually. So they'd be hung and because of the way they were hung, they weren't, um, they didn't have the long ones yet, you know, where like it, it makes you fall for a little bit and then breaks your neck basically so it's more humane. They only had the very short ones where they'd just like sort of like kick the bucket underneath, yeah. Um, and so it would take a lot longer and so the family members actually used to go up to the witches and like pull them and tug on them basically to make it quicker for them um, so they wouldn't be in pain for as longer and all these witches were um, obviously sentenced to death. Uh, however though a lot of the kids who testified afterwards like this nine-year-old janet and the, there were a couple more kids and things like that, that testified in other witch trials around the time a lot of them um confessed to actually lying about things that they said they'd saw and, and stuff like that later on um which is is really bad and also it's still allowed to this day kids can still testify in court now which this wasn't allowed um before this trial um so that's like a piece of history that sort of stayed really which is quite surprising i would assume that that they would have let anyone testify back then but no apparently they didn't let kids they just didn't let kids testify yeah. and then obviously now to this day i think the youngest you can be is three which i think is crazy <laughs> like how can a how can a three-year-old give you evidence i don't really understand that yeah, exactly. I just, I don't really understand that. But yeah, the youngest age now is three. And this is a direct cause of the Pendle Witch Trials. So obviously it still affects um, our justice system to today. So yes. you learn something new every day. You do yeah. learn something new every day. I enjoyed taking a delve into the Pendle Witches. I really liked it. Do you know, I've got a question for you though. Go on. I would do be, I, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be a Shatox. <laughs> Escha talks, yes. Um, I am a dem dyke. Um, oh, dem dyke. Oh yes. Do um, I do right. I believe in witches? Do you believe in the witchcraft? No, I believe in herbology. I believe in power of positivity thoughts, the power of placebo. Mm -hmm. But I do not believe in witchcraft to the extent of these little old women that run around being witches. I do believe there's people that identify now as witches for practicing yeah like... oh yeah definitely like wiccans and mm -hmm. stuff like is that it Wick, wiccan wiccan yeah and is i think that, yeah i do think this is some stuff that has yet to be explored scientifically yes definitely but i agree with you i think as well with like the whole witchcraft thing i think it like we were saying during the thing it was a very profitable business wasn't it you know like and also keep in mind these two main witches so mother shatter <laughs> they were both widows weren't they so hello they need to provide for their big families do you know what i mean um so i think they were just boss ass women really yes making making their money but then unfortunately obviously their rivalry um they should was the downfall really well they should have done like a double act and like you know like when when drag queens have that like fake rivalry like the Alyssa coco yeah. situation and then all of a sudden <laughs> the tourings together like milking it that's what it should have been yes yeah like definitely. you can imagine you can imagine old dem dyke walking into the workroom and there's a bunch oh, of the face crack of the century 
Oh, I love that so much. But um, no, yeah. But I don't know of witches. I would really love like spells and stuff to be to be true. And I always think to myself like these things must have come from somewhere. You know, like when we were looking at vampire myths um, and we like had a little delve into like where these myths came from and why and stuff like that. Um, and a lot of them were just made up by writers. So I'm pretty sure if we looked into like witchcraft, maybe that would be made a up by writers. Kind of story. <laughs> yeah, like going on a broomstick, that sort of thing. Um, because obviously like when we delved into the history here for the Pendle Witches, there isn't any mention of things like, you know, flying on a broomstick, this, that, and the other. However, a bit of research that I did find was that a lot of these witches often had black animals. So like a black cat or a black dog um, that would be their sort of, um, they called it a familiar. And a lot of people thought that that was either the devil that was instructing them um, or sometimes they could shapeshift into the animals and things like that. So that was like a little interesting bit where I thought, oh, that's like proper magic. <laughs> that's not herbology. <laughs> oh, oh, magic, magic, magic. Magic, magic. <laughs> magic. Oh, Nina West. Magic. There's been a lot, there's been a lot of drag references with these witches. I love it. There has, but I've enjoyed exploring the Pendle Witches. Have you I've really enjoyed it. I think the Pendle Witches definitely give the Salem Witch Trials such a run for the money. Very interesting. It's the family drama. I love it. And if you're ever in the area, go and visit, visit Pendle and Lancashire. And... Oh my God, yeah. Or if you're in Blackpool, go and do the Blackpool Dungeons. They are fab. When we're on our lockdown, me and Danny are going to go and we're going to do a Patreon exclusive about it. Our Patreon, if you haven't already subscribed, is Curiously Morbid Pod on Patreon. You can get access from as little as a pound, but the good stuff starts at the £5 tier, $5, 5 whatever your value currency is. We have this exclusive content that we post only on there, exclusive podcasts, hangouts, merchandise. You can get a hoodie if you subscribe to the $25 tier. Amazing. Um, you can also find us on our social medias at Curiously Morbid Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Danny. Dean. You know what I'm going to ask oh. you? Are you going to ask me for my... What is it like two two line horror story or something like that? Yeah. Ah! Oh, I'm nervous. I'm gonna ask you for yours first though, because I went first last time and it was crap. Okay. Have you practiced yours? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Okay. I uh, you also want to point out because there was some discussion about this on on um our Facebook page. We have kind of not borrowed this, but taken this from um curiously not oh, we're curiously morbid um scary <laughs> scary stories to tell on the pod do um scary things that could happen so i kind of got the idea for this two-line horror story um so thank you to them um my two-line horror story is this danny are you ready um oh. insert scary music here <laughs> <laughs> you wake up in the morning and you look out the window And across the road, you see an old man just looking and staring. And you realise the old man is familiar, comma. <laughs> the old man, comma, is you. Full stop. <gasps> oh, that's creepy. I don't like that. Was that scary? Yeah, I, I, yeah that was scary. I hate stuff like that. Doppelgangers properly terrify me. I was watching um, Haunting a Blind Manor recently 
and there's a doppelganger sort of scene in that one and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I really don't like the thought of, of doppelgangers at proper. Like, it's really gothic. Like, I hate it. I hate it. It's horrible. <laughs> Have you watched The Politician on Netflix? You'd really like that. You should watch yes, it. Yes. Yes, I've seen it. I love both seasons. Amazing. I'm only love at them. the end of season one. I really like Ben Platt. Oh, yeah. What a sweetheart. Oh, it's love cute. Him. Right, go on your two-line horror story, please. Oh, God. Okay. Um... I'm kind of copying off yours a little bit here, but not as much. (laughs) (laughs) I woke up to a dog licking my hand. I don't have a dog. Oh, nice, scary. I assume you used a comma there? Yeah, comma. Or full stop. Or two short sentences. I woke up to a... I woke up, (laughs) comma, to a dog licking my hand, full stop. (laughs) I don't have a dog. (laughs) Nice, yeah, scary. Spooky. <laughs> Spooky and scary. <laughs> Flip oh, it round. Yeah. I like it. That, it round. How creepy would that be? I'm just imagining some like. Oh, no, group. Danny, what's our next main case okay, file? Okay, so our next about? main case file is going to be about a disappearance on a Disney cruise ship. <gasps> I'm excited for this. I've got a lot of thoughts on it. So make sure you're here on Monday. Meet us on Monday right here. Is this a good place for everyone to meet? <laughs> this is a great place for everyone to meet right here on the pod. <laughs> Let's all meet here on Monday. But in the meantime... Stay curious. Stay morbid. This has been an Audio Bear production. Our show tune is Half Mystery by Kevin MacLeod. Special thanks to HistoricUK.com for letting us use their article under the Fair, fair Use Disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act. Yes, McLeod.